We say we uh, record an episode of Blossom Buddies. Hey, we're going to record an episode of Blossom Buddies. Hello, Hello. everybody. Hello. Welcome to Blossom Buddies. Hello. This is season three, episode 21. It's called All Dressed Up, and you're here all dressed up. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Craig. I'm good. I'm dressed up uh, in my work clothes. Wait, what episode number was this? Did I get it wrong? Episode Oh, yeah, I did. One. I wrote down 19, but it's 21. I'm going to write down 21 so that next week I don't write down 20. I wrote down 20, and then I switched it to 21. Nice. Uh, my notes are I just all wanted... pristine now. Nice. Perfect. The, Perfect. We're ready to be write, successful. This book that I write everything in, I'm uh, very rapidly filling it up, and I will need to move on to a new... Uh, book very soon. I have some yeah, interesting news mm-hmm. regarding Blossom Buddies. I googled Blossom Buddies and oh, it actually finally shows up above Bosom Buddies. Nice. What about the Blossom Buddy flower people? They're like number three or four. Sick. We made it. We did it. We, we conquered. We conquered Google. We conquered Google. By picking an extremely niche <laughs> uh, search term <laughs> and owning it. I mean, for the longest time, you would look up Blossom Buddies and Bosom Buddies would be the first result. So Yeah. And then the next result would be the flower people giving flowers to charities or something. Yeah. Blossom very Buddies very fine work. people. Fine people on both sides. We used to have some disdain for them. And then we found out that they actually help... Uh, uh sell like uh they do nice things like old old folks homes i guess like care facilities old folks homes let's all go to the old folks home i don't really have a whole lot to say at the top of the show uh you know we're just chugging along here we're still in quarantine still hoping to have the season finale be an in-person yeah i think that'll be possible Thanks to everybody who's uh, who's kept listening through the quarantine. I think you know there's a there's a level of normalcy that we've gotten back to here towards the end of uh, August. But honestly, just as things start to get normal again, the numbers the cor- the COVID numbers seem to be rising once again. So uh, we'll see we'll see what the next month entails. Uh, all the kids are about yeah. to go back to school, which is highly Crazy. advisable. Yeah, that's uh, insane. Like my. I mean, my son is uh, six and a half months old, and so I don't have to make that decision. But my sister-in-law, like my oldest niece, is I think she just turned five. I think so. Like they have to make the decision. Like, do we keep all these kids at home? Do we send them to school? And it's because like it's hard both ways. You send them to school, they might get sick. You keep them at home, like it's. I mean, I think the right choice is yeah, exactly. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta make sure they're watching their Zoom lessons and stuff. And like, I can't even imagine what that's like for when your kid's five years old. Like, how do you keep your kid focused on school that's on a screen this big, rather than a room you're forced to be in for six hours a day? Absolutely. Like, Zoom meetings with work, I know suck. And I actually, like, we've talked about this before on the show, but I've, I feel like we've both adjusted to working from home where you're able to go in the office if you need to step away. And I don't ever want to go to the office again because of the creature comforts of working at home. I find I don't slack off while it's work time. You know, I get, if, if there's literal downtime then I might, you know, check Reddit, but honestly I don't have time to. Yeah. So I don't, being in the office just puts that, like it makes it a drag in addition yeah. to being 
like having to work, right? I mean, so. I've got a like a team to manage, and if like my whole team could be at the office, it would be very advantageous for me to be there. Yeah, because I'd have everyone there, and I can talk to them all at once. It's super annoying doing it through Microsoft Teams. Um, there's really no no real difference between being there and being at home, except that I'm training somebody right now, so I have to be there constantly. Yeah, we have somebody who's whose time runs up on the first actually, and she's going back to school, uh, and then. Well, we're going to be short staffed. Are we going to have to train someone? Like, are we going to have to take turns going into the office to like train this person the traditional yeah. way, or are we going to have to like train them over Zoom? Like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't imagine training over the internet. We're just not doing it. Yeah. Um, but we're here to talk about uh, the television show titled Blossom. This is uh, the television show titled Blossom. It's <laughs> episode. Uh, 21 of season three we're we're wrapping up the season here and uh, last week's episode was sort of just like fun and hilarious super fun off the off the wall not really following any canon just kind of a throwaway episode that was just great because they could do whatever they wanted with it and i feel like starting with episode 21 we're gonna go into a five episode arc to really round out the season and i would i wouldn't be surprised if season four had a lot of new stuff added to it it's uh it's see it's junior prom time mm-hmm. for blossom and six and that's why Joey. it's called all dressed up because yep. uh everybody's going to prom but as we'll find out spoilers there's part of uh the old the old cliche that's missing from the title all dressed up with no place to go huh we'll get huh? to that in a, we'll get to that in just a minute oh god so we'll get to it so we have a cold open We have a dumb cold open. Before we get to that, Bill Bixby directs and... uh, Who wrote it? I missed it. I I wrote it down when I saw it. I didn't actually... Let me... uh, All dressed up. It'd be funny if it was called Dressed All Over, like uh, how Ricky from Trailer Park Boys calls Chips Dressed All Over. (laughs) Pretty fun. It would be funny. Uh, Let me check out uh, here. That show is newer than this. Much newer. In fact, that show, I think... Uh, the f- original short was in the late 90s. Yeah, 99 or 2000. Um, let's see here. Brenda, Brenda Hampton. Hampton. Brenda Hampton, written by No Picture on IMDb, but she, oh, she wrote for Mad About You, Seventh Heaven, and Safe Harbor, which I've never heard of. I always bring up Safe Harbor because I've heard of it. I think it was a CBC show or, or one of those. Oh, she's only written 13 things, and she, she produced. Secret Life of the American of the American Teenager most recently, which uh, just ended a few years ago. Oh, she wrote on yeah, Love very... Boat, The Next Wave. <laughs> I get very... it, because it's a boat. Wave, next wave. Yeah, because they're on the ocean, because it's yep. a boat. Once again, very incestuous in so far as the people writing for Blossom all worked on the same shows. Like, Fat, fat Actress comes up again here. Seventh mm-hmm. Heaven, Safe Harbor, Love Boat, Mad About You. These are all names I've seen. John Larroquette. Yeah, so uh, the listener doesn't give a shit about that. It's just uh, some trivia that I like to pepper in. Your standard sitcom of the '90s writer credits. Exactly. So yeah, the cold open for this one was dumb as fuck. Yeah, Blossom's in a room, and can I point out that when did Blossom's room completely change? Did I miss it? This Uh, looks like a totally different set. I mean, it's laid out the same, but like the walls are wood now instead of white flower wallpaper or whatever the fuck it was before. They probably just kind of updated her look because she's getting older. Yeah. I think, I don't think it happened like suddenly. I think it's been happening slowly over time. Yeah, that's true. 
But she's on the phone um, with Vinny and she's all like, no, I don't want to. Oh, no, come on. That's stupid. And then she's like, OK, I'll do it. Uh, like, hold on a sec. And and then she's like, OK, I'll do it because, like, I know my dad's going to be home soon and he would kill us if we were talking on the phone this late. And she starts making this smoochy sound on the phone. Well, you, you, skipped, you skipped over the whole crux of the joke, Craig. Yeah, okay. He, Go for it. She you hangs go. up. She's like, I'm not doing it, and hangs up. Obviously, she's talking to Vinny. Then the phone rings immediately, and she answers again. And that's when she's like, okay, fine, I'll do the thing. And then that's when she makes the smooching sound. And, and then guess who's, on the, uh, guess who's on the phone? Not oh, Vinny. hi, Dad. I hate it. I hate these cold opens, the bad ones especially. Because why? Make- why does it need to be there? But they do the punchline of the joke, and they don't even let it breathe for a second. It's like, oh, hi, Dad. Do, 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 and yeah. into the, the opening credits. Every I mean, time I like that bad. style of edit, but, like, not when it's a shitty, stupid joke. Exactly. If it was yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> like, just... Then it works. Then it works, it, because that's funny. You're left to stew in the awkwardness. Yeah, exactly. But this, these jokes, they telegraph them from a mile away. You know what's yeah. going to happen. You and know, it's like, like okay, I, I guess I'm watching Blossom now. Oh, there's the credits. I am watching Blossom now. <laughs> I knew as soon as the phone rang, it was going to be not Vinny calling back immediately. But of course, the father, because they were just anyway. I know how to I know how to write a joke and uh, <laughs> honk honk <laughs> honk honk. Uh, Hail Satan! And of course, these folks who write these cold opens do not. However, I will get to. Great. Do you think I have? I just okay. came up with a theory. I just came up with the theory. Do you think that the cold open of all the episodes are written by Don Rio? He's like, just give me the cold open. I'm doing the cold open. You, uh, Brenda Hampton, you do the rest of the episode. I'm doing the cold open. It could be because he's like, I'm the showrunner. Or it could be some person who's trying to break into the biz. They're like newest. They're like, uh, I mean, like an intern. They're just an like intern okay. writer. Here, write like, a cold open for us. We'll punch it up for you somehow. They don't. They don't punch they anything don't. up. They <laughs> acted out verbatim from the first draft, and it's always terrible. There's only so, a first draft. So we get into the episode here. We're right. We're right in the bedroom still, and it's uh, it's six and Blossom talking about prom, and yep. six is wanting to uh, get. She wants to ask. Oh no, she's waiting to be asked to go to the prom, and and Blossom's she wants to like, go whatever. with Joey. She's like, yeah. I don't know, Joey. I've always thought I'd go with Joey. And they have and this. Blossom's like, you have nothing in common with Joey. And then Six retorts with, you have nothing in common with Vinny. And it's like, oh, snap. I see how this episode's being set up. And of course, the seed's been planted in Blossom's mind for her to fuck everything up. While Six is the reasonable good friend throughout most of the episode. Yeah, Blossom's going to have one of her classic meltdown situations. But I don't know if we mentioned this already. This episode is a contender for probably the most very special episode thus far. I would say so. And you were saying right before we came, right before we right before we hit record that we all have this memory of Blossom being this show that every episode was a was a very special episode, but it's like they condensed all the very special right into this episode. Yeah, this episode is like three very special episodes in one, uh, so that's why we thought there was more very special episodes. And some we're, just, we're just remembering this episode. Some good continuity uh, between Tony and Rhonda, which we'll get to, as well as Joey and Vinny, because the, the, there's been cr- cracks, there's been chinks in the armor. Uh, they also introduced a new random character, uh, 
for the very special, the, the specialist element of it. Yeah, it, it takes away the, the specialty of it by having her be someone that we've never seen before this episode. Exactly. Um, but so we're having dinner and Joey has this girl, Heather, over that is friends with Blossom from school. And so I guess this is the new girl that Joey's dating. Yeah. And uh, well, Rhonda didn't come before to we dinner. Get, before we get to that point, you forgot the, the oh, right. phone Jimmy, conversation. Jimmy, Jimmy Moon. Moon. We never Moon? see him. We never, never see him. See him. <laughs> I thought we'd see him by the end in yeah. his tux. Uh, but he comes to pick up, uh, or no, he calls to ask Six to prom and she squeals. At Blossom's house, which I was like, what? <laughs> it was, <laughs> what it was kind of what they just needed an excuse to like not use the set of Six's house. Yeah, they're just like, whatever. Oh yeah, your mom told uh, told Jimmy you were here. So she called. he called you here. Then we're, at, then we're in the living room. The, the dining room table's set up and everybody on the cast of Blossom is there except for no Bernard Hughes. No we haven't Buzz. seen uh, Buzz in a while at this point. Maybe he's dead. Uh, Rhonda's not there yet, um, but it's the whole family plus Joey has a new girlfriend, Heather. Yeah. And we find out that Rhonda's not there because Tony has a new female ambulance partner and they're all like and they went to like stop by Rhonda's place and they were like oh is Rhonda jealous he was like no my partner was jealous because Rhonda answered the door naked and then so I guess that's why Joey says whoa a huge whoa and then they're like they're like what Heather looks like oh they expect me to do that total self-referential meta whoa meta whoa meta whoa alert yep and uh and it was good so Heather is played by an actress known as Ashley Levitch. Oh yeah, she looks uh, familiar. She was in She's All That. Um, That's probably where I know her from. And then it looks like just bit parts throughout the year. She's been in 29 things. But you're right. But the last thing she was in is one episode of King of Queens. Uh, it looks like she just had like one episode parts on like a whole bunch of not shows. That oh yeah, she did like one thing a year kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. She was in an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She was in an episode of Seventh Heaven. She was on an episode of Murder One. Yeah, nice. She was in the movie Step Star Kid. Yeah. Oh, shit, uh, I gotta see this movie. That seems familiar to me. It, the, the, the poster looks familiar, yeah. The robot thing. If yeah. you're listening, uh, take a second to Google Star Kid 1997 and uh, comment below. You know what it looks oh, like? Oh, Danny Masterson of uh, sexually assaulting people. Of rape fame? Yeah, right. Fame. Was the robot looks like <laughs> Danny Masterson, known for that '70s show and raping <laughs> and rape being a rapist. But yeah, do you see that see that suit. Remember the movie The Giver? No, it sounds it's about familiar. this alien suit that like helps uh, Luke Skywalker fight crime. I think sounds about right. Mark Mark Hamill's in it. I don't know. I was afraid of it as a kid. I had I had a sleepover. I had friends who I'd go to have a sleepover with all the time, and they would always want to rent it, and I was too scared of it. Uh, looking back on it, I don't think there's anything even bad in it. I think it's it just freaked me out. Speaking of movies that scared you as a kid, did you ever see the Disney family movie, uh, Mr. Boogity? No. Oh, what? <laughs> it's basically this guy. This family moves into a haunted house, and there's a legend that there was a mean old man who used to live there. And, of course, he's a ghost. And he wants to eat everybody's soul or something. Pretty terrifying for like Magical World of Disney. That one gave me nightmares. Yeah, put that that movie and uh, the Peanut Butter Solution. Put them on a double feature and <laughs> scare all the children. Yeah. And the thing about those weird 80s movies that are like, should we have been watching them? They get scarier over time. Like now that, now that they look old too, 
going back and watching those movies makes you like, ugh, like just he. You know why? Because they use practical effects. CG effects all look smooth and they they don't look scary. They're all perfect. But when you go back and go ahead. It's the late 90s and they all look obvious. Yep. They look very bad. So I think 80s 80s horror movies probably had better budgets than 90s horror movies. They probably scaled the budget back in the 90s and were like, eh, horror movies don't sell that well. You're not getting that much money. I think there's more blood in the 80s. Expensive. Oh yeah, definitely. And practical blood too, which is probably cheaper than CGI blood. You know what the best, uh, my favorite practical blood is, is the remake of Evil Dead when the end of it and it's just literally raining blood everywhere outside. So much blood. Have you seen it? Yeah, that, that, yeah, I saw the, uh, I saw the second half of that movie where it just goes bananas. I was watching it at a cabin one year and, uh, you were at a cabin watching that? That's terrifying. Yeah. On a lake. That movie is fucked. The gore in that movie is crazy. Like it's like, unlike anything I've ever seen. So good. Such an achievement. Speaking of gore. Uh, <laughs> so Al Gore yeah. was in the news probably at this time. We know. Uh, no, Rhonda comes in, Rhonda shows up and just comes in angry. Yeah. Of and course. She, oh yeah. And then she's like, Oh, who's this? Yeah. And Tony's oh, like, who's this? I didn't know I was expecting to meet anyone. I would have been naked. Oh, and then that, I think that's when Joey says, whoa. Oh. Or maybe during the story. No, and Joey's like, yeah, let's, uh, you could just get naked right now. And mm. the audience loses it. They love that joke because uh, Joey's a pervert. Joey's a pervert. Um, Even in front of thing, his new girlfriend. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, why is Rhonda acting like that? Because clearly that's a high school aged girl. Yeah, well, it's like, it's not as bad as last week when she got upset that Tony had a girl in his high school film project from years and years before he even met her. That's true. This uh, this relationship is, is doomed. It's doomed, yeah. I <laughs> really think that that's, so they're getting, so there is a lot of drama in this episode, and I think they're getting that out of the way, but they're setting up Tony's drama, and the end of the season is going to be uh, happy for everyone else, but then it's going to be like, Tony's going to come in and be like, oh shit, Rhonda dumped me. Yeah, and that'll be like the the sinking pit in your stomach at the end. Well, of we're probably going to get a full episode where the a plot is their relationship stuff deteriorating even more so than the Disney episode, because <laughs> I feel like Tony hasn't had a Tony episode in a long time. Yeah, they're they're setting him up for a big one. They're laying all this groundwork. For, this is uh, the most. Heartbreak. This is the most continuity the whole series ha- has had is the the Rhonda and Tony relationship. Yeah, remember when Tony was friends with uh, Martin's girlfriend Gina from Martin, for like an episode she, for one episode, and then the TV show Martin started, so we never saw her again. And clearly, they just had a black character on the show because they needed to like seem diverse. Yeah, and then they went and got an old person instead. Exactly. An old rid of the white old lady. man, yeah, an old, old uh, to replace the old white lady in the first season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, props so the, to the old white lady. <laughs> who, yeah, the Greek, the Greek fishing boat joke from yeah. the season one. Go back and listen; it's great. It's good stuff. Check out our Instagram at Blossom Buddies Podcast. Uh, so Ron is like Tony. We got to talk outside, and he's like, "It was nice meeting you, Heather." And they like that's we don't see Rhonda and Tony for the rest of the episode or they come back? I don't. No, they come back. Yeah. Oh, later on. Right at the like, yeah. Not this scene, but, but yeah, at the end. So Joey says he wants to be asked to prom. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's, he's with, they're all sitting the at this, this yeah. table that seats five people and he just like leans over to his dad and puts his hand beside his mouth. He's like, I'm hoping she asked me to prom. <laughs> and they all start doing it back to him, but Joey's too oblivious. 
Yeah, and then like Heather doesn't realize what's going on here. Like they're all no, having a conversation. Oh, does she? And this she can hear all of it. That's when Nick is like, "Why don't you ask her?" <laughs> I think she's very talking obvious. to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then uh, she, uh, Heather, of course, asks him, and it's a it's a nice moment. Uh, but he, she's like, "I have a part time job, so we can go splits." And then Joey's like, actually, the, I, I believe that the man has to pay for everything. And in the same uh, breath, hey, dad, can I borrow a hundred bucks? <laughs> hey, dad, can I have a hundred dollars? Which in 1993, a hundred bucks? It was like 250 bucks. That's a lot of money. By today's money, maybe. By today's money. So uh, my, my, my measure for like what stuff cost back then, because when I was in high school in like 94, I would buy bottles of Coke every day for... Um, like a buck twenty-five. What does what does a six hundred milliliter bottle of Coke cost today? Like two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah, so I'm pretty close. Bought, so a hundred bucks back then would yeah be like two twenty-five today. I'm drinking a tiny bottle of Coke. If this episode ever makes it onto YouTube, you can see it. But I feel like a giant. But mm. six of these was six dollars. He's holding it with just his little fingertips. It's great. Yeah. Look from the bottle. Look. He can cover the whole bottle with his hand. You can I probably can crush it. Like I look like Andre the Giant. Yeah, crush it now. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, not on the computer. That was a fucking bad idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't make dares. You can't. If you want this podcast to continue, don't make me destroy my computer by accident. Okay. It'll never happen again. So uh, now let's get to the very special, the first very special element of the episode. We're in the yeah. living room, and Blossom and Vinny are just hanging out reading. And she notices that. Um, okay. So actually, something we forgot to talk about is hold on hold on hold on never mind we're not to that point yet blossom yeah. notices that he moves his lips when he reads yeah so she's, she's like, so six has got into her head she's yeah. six was like you don't i don't have anything in common like you like to read uh what i was gonna say john dillinger that's not who i'm thinking of whatever she named some some fancy novelist Margaret Atwood would be a good fill-in yeah. for that uh and he likes to read where's waldo Exactly. So, so he's reading he's like reading a with his lips moving. He's reading like a mechanic staring. magazine. She keeps staring at him. He keeps being like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" And she's like, "I never notice you read with your while moving your lips." And she, he's like, "Whatever, I'm stupid." I'm, he's like, "Fuck this, I'm leaving." And she's like, "No, can't well, we just stay and talk?" And yeah. So he's like, "Oh, about what?" And basically, she's like, "About virginity." I want to talk to you about sexual intercourse and how many <laughs> sexual partners you've had. Yeah. Not that it matters, but definitely it matters. Yeah. He's like, okay, you go first. And she's like, okay, I'm a virgin. And then he's like, hey, we don't need to talk about this. It doesn't matter. He's obviously not a virgin. It's already been established on this show that he's had... Vi- he's a he's a two years older or a year older than her. And also he's known to be a bit of a... He's from the wrong side of the tracks. Where they from the wrong side of the tracks. They don't know what. Where they don't use condoms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyway, Vinny, so this turns into a bit of a. Blossom is mortified when when he finally is like, "Yes, I've had sex. I'm not a virgin." Uh, and they kind of talk about the politics of that. Like, well, what are the implications if you're if if this is blossoms like if this is my biggest relationship but you've already had sex like what does that mean for us and then he's like you're still my biggest relationship that i've ever had yeah it I just means that i've had sex like it, yeah it just yeah. means i've had sex before we can get through this it's prom like you know and blossom is just like i don't know blossom has got to be the most naive character on television like i think if we look back at last week's episode the student film like her 
her art film was a piece of shit. Like it was so pretentious and just like didn't mean anything. But she thought she thinks she's so goddamn smart, but well, she's not. She's just yeah. a dumb teenager. Including in this in this scenario when she finally gets uh, Vinny to admit that he's not a virgin, she she's like, "Well, what if we have sex right now? Then will you tell me how many partners you've had?" And he's yeah. like, he doesn't fall for that at all. He's like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Come on, Blossom. I know you're Blossom. Your mind games don't work. Yeah. You, like she usually play her mind games usually backfire on herself." almost immediately yeah this one takes Uh, a little bit longer and it's funny because six six you know that she learns all this stuff from six uh but in this weird like twisted goody two-shoes way where six has all this information because she's a latchkey kid yeah and her parents are divorced and she was told that she was she was it's kind of like the way i was brought up like my parents didn't hide things from me when i was growing up like the way that she knows that it took six beers at a rolling stone show I know I was conceived yeah. in a van at an outdoor festival in a place called Bear River to the point that my name <laughs> it sure was, was a Bear River. <laughs> I hate you. I was almost, I'm sorry, that's your parents. I was, I was almost named Bear or River or Bear River. Oh my God. Or Christopher. River would be cool. Uh, they went with Jason because my dad was sure Jason was dead for real this time. <laughs> He's like, no one will need that name again. Let's give it to our son. There's been like 11, there's been like nine Friday the 13th movies since Jason was dead in like the second or third one. Yeah. Those are good movies. I'm sorry. I just took a, a moment to reflect on how good the Friday the 13th franchise is. I'm going to watch them all at, at uh, Halloween this year. Yeah, for real. Nice. Yes, it's uh, it's quite an undertaking. If I didn't have a family, I would totally join you for that. It's something I uh, used to do back in the day with uh, Mike and like some of our older friends. Uh, if a new Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever was coming out, we would just like watch them all in a row, marathon them. My favorite, and th- there wasn't a Leprechaun movie coming out, but me and Mike just like we with his uh, girlfriend at the time, we just watched all the Leprechauns. And holy shit, do yourself a favor and make sure you've seen every Leprechaun movie. I, I guess the first one is the only one that's actually like a horror movie and then they get progressively more insane. Yeah, exactly. They're so good. I mean, two of them are Leprechaun in the Hood. There's Leprechaun <laughs> two in the Hood. Of them are, oh, they made two Leprechauns in the, the, the newest yeah, and then one there's Leprechaun also, Back to the Hood. Yeah, and then there's the one where the Leprechaun is hornswoggled. Do you, do you include the newest one part of that franchise? At the time that one wasn't out, uh, I haven't seen it, so I don't, I don't know. Um... It's it's not Warwick Davis playing the leprechaun anymore. No, it's right? professional wrestler Hornswoggle. Right. Okay, that's what you meant. Or that, just that just swag or swoggle now mm-hmm. on the indies because you can't use the full name Hornswoggle because WWE owns everyone's soul. Yeah, just like uh, fuck. Who did we see? What's Goldust Brothers' name? Cody? Dustin Cody Cody Rhodes. Right. How when the now he just has to be called Cody. He can't use his own fucking name. Exactly. <laughs> Which is, oh god, that sucks. Like way to sign and, uh, that contract, idiot. Well, the thing is, is like he's he's kind of regretted it, and he's kind of he's been trying to get the trademark back, but at the same time, he also was able to go and turn Cody, just the name Cody, into a household name. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show before, but when he comes out to the ring with his with his wife, sometimes they say because her name is Brandy Rhodes, and WWE. Oh, so they say Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Exactly. Smart. Exactly. Uh, but the Mrs. whole Huxtable. the whole know. Cody thing is funny because he he doesn't he can't use his own name as a show name but he 
he also was forced to go make a name for himself just using without using the the Rhodes name if you're not familiar with wrestling the Rhodes name is one of those wrestling dynasty families where you can it's kind of like Ric Flair like Charlotte Charlotte Flair uh it yeah, goes back a ways his daughter his daughter like at first it was like oh you're just Ric Flair's daughter so she had to really make a name for herself as a as not just living in the shadow of her father, right? It happens in acting too, obviously. Like Colin Hanks probably has that thing where he's nowhere near the actor that Tom Hanks is, but he's still he's good. good. Yeah, he's still, still good. Or uh, Martin Sheen and Emilio Estevez and their old dad. Or the, the sorry, whole Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez and their dad Martin Sheen. The whole Coppola family. <laughs> the whole Coppola family, and uh, the Douglases, Kirk Douglas and Michael Douglas. Absolutely. These are all actors who are related. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast about Blossom. Here's seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, tremors. Uh, that's all I got. Tremors. Tremors. Friday the Thirteenth, Part One. Came back yeah. full circle. That's who's he was in that movie. There's other. There's people. Yeah, you could definitely do a seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, but you need it's another actor. De- it's six degrees, by the way. It's six degrees. Yeah. Speaking of six. Yeah. There uh, we go. <laughs> <laughs> so blossom blossom then tells we go right to the bedroom blossom tells six about that interaction yeah my notes for this whole scene are that six is being reasonable blossom's an idiot and yeah six six isn't surprised that he's had sex before just like we aren't we weren't yeah i wrote blossom, down, like won't calm down about it it's six is like how do you not like are you an idiot like it's no like we all just know like Vinny's i actually wrote down Vin, Vinny isn't a virgin when they first got into their little argument just because i do that sometimes when i'm watching this to see if i can like call what's about to happen and i'm on the same page as six on this one i was like how did you not see it yeah and blossom won't co- calm down so six even takes a different tactic she's like okay new new angle who cares yeah also how about you do this how about you make a list of the things that uh, annoy you that he does and you sit down and have a rational conversation about it I think that's a little dumb because if Madison, if my wife came to me with a list of things she doesn't like about me, yeah, or if I did that, vice yeah, versa, that's a terrible idea. That's why I said six was mostly reasonable through the episode because that that is a bad idea. Don't write down a list of everything you hate about your lover. However, that being said, if if one of us made a list of things that we needed to talk about in our relationship, mm. p- potentially that could be therapeutic. Yeah, that's, different. that's school, different than writing down like he moves his lips when he reads. Like that's yeah, not something you need to discuss. Farts in his sleep. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like farting. Uh, I like farting so. in my sleep. It's my favorite time to fart because I don't know I'm doing it and everybody around me has to deal with it. <laughs> no shame. That's how, you write a, that's how you write a cold open, Don Rio. That's how you write a cold open. You can get a sensible ch- chuckle out of your, your podcast co-host. Yep. Better than the fucking garbage we saw today. Don, exactly. Probably Don Speaking Rio's of, kid. He probably that's his kid. John right, Rio. John <laughs> Rio. John Rio is Rio, and he writes some shitty scenes. Perfect. Nailed it. Hit it out of the park. Ship it. Podcast over. <laughs> Put it into the Hit. annals of time. They made it. Put it into the annals. <laughs> Put it into the annals of time. So now we're uh, we're outside the house. Uh, yeah, uh, Joey and I guess Heather is dropping Joey off. Yeah, after a she's date. got her shit together, even though she's only 16. <laughs> yeah. and she has a job, is, uh... she has a car. Well, Joey did have a job and then quit over the sexual harassment from it's uh, true. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Was it? It was Tiffany Amber Thiessen, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it sure as hell was. Hey, 
Sexual harassment, sexual harassment. That's they made um, a good point. So Heather reveals to Joey that she's pregnant. Pregnant with a capital P. Well, Joey's like, what? We didn't even have sex with each other. Yeah. And then (laughs) cut to the kitchen. Yeah, I wrote down, that's when I wrote down very special territory. Oh yeah, we're in very special territory and it gets specialer. Um, So Joey's now in the kitchen talking to his dad. This is the best scene in a long time this was this, so good this exchange i actually laughed out loud i couldn't even write down all all the lines that i loved in this scene i think i i wrote so joey tells joey tells nick heather's pregnant but they never had sex but they, well no but he doesn't mention that yet he doesn't mention that so nick just assumes freaks out but he he's like how did this happen and joey goes well the egg comes down the utopian tube yeah <laughs> that's the first <laughs> one i wrote down and then uh, Nick's all like, no, like, how, how could you let this, this happen? And Joey's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, couldn't you get, why couldn't you be celibate? And <laughs> why can't you try celibacy or celibacy? And Joey's like, what's to celebrate? She's pregnant. <laughs> 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 oh, I loved it. So yeah, that was, it was really just those two jokes that were. No, that there was more. Great. There's, there's two more that I got written down that I loved. The next okay. one is my favorite one, but like Joey says that, oh, like, yes. oh he didn't, uh, no, there's some confusion. Uh, we, uh, the audience are, we pick up that Joey didn't have sex with her, but Nick hasn't picked it up and he's like, did I miss something? And Joey goes, no, I did. <laughs> Which made yeah. me laugh. <laughs> And I guess the last one, the last one is uh, okay, when Joey's like, hey, dad, did you ever get anybody pregnant? And oh, yeah. Nick is like, and Nick is like, uh, Joey, you're my son. And Joey's like, oh, okay, so you can't tell me because I'm your son. Yeah, that was pretty good. But also when Nick goes, Joey, I need you to promise me something. And Joey's like, okay, I promise. And just oh, yeah. stares off. <laughs> and he does that thing that he always does where he just stares off to the distance after saying something stupid. Yeah. And yeah, good, good scene. Best, funniest scene in the the episode. Then we cut to a scene. Uh, Then we have Rhonda and Tony on the couch. It's a prom night. Rhonda and Tony on the couch bickering. And uh, Rhonda's all like, uh, oh, let's talk about prom. And Tony's like, okay. This is a very confusing moment in this episode. Yeah, very confusing. After such a great, I was like ready to laugh more, but this actually just made me confused and kind of grossed out. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. she just, Rhonda says, do you know who, who took me to prom or do you want to know? And Tony's like, no, I don't care. Well, actually, you know what? Please tell me. She and then she's like, like, I don't remember. Yeah. Which is, okay. Horrible. Uh, not, not horrible, but come on, you're going to remember. And then she's like, if I you know he's say what congress, she says. congressman yeah. something. Like what? And she's yeah, like, she's that, which like, is what Tony says. And she's like, yeah, his daughter was in my class. And she set us up. And at that moment, I'm like, okay, best case scenario, she was 18 in senior high school. Best case, she's yeah, senior, probably. you know, but realistically, you graduate when you're 17. Yeah, well, depending so, on when your birthday is. That's true. You have an early birthday if you're a January, February baby, and you graduate when you're 18. It was fucked. It's a very fucked up. I would, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that she was 18, but it's still fucked up. Can you imagine being that friend, the congressman's daughter, and being like, hey, you want to go to prom with my dad? <laughs> what? <laughs> and Rhonda being like, fuck yeah. yeah. He's a congressman, right? Yeah. Uh, so Blossom comes down. She's all dressed up. She looks great. Yeah, they kind of um, just let that go. 
I think it, I think it was the juxtaposition of them bickering was supposed to be part of the like the story, like the story of the the general, the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Like I think she was already had it in her head. What what we'll get to in a second. She comes down and she sees them having a relationship fight. It's sort of for the audience to be like everything's falling apart. Yeah, because they get up. They're like they get up and leave. Um. Yeah. Well, Blossom then, comes down. They're all like, "Oh my God, you're so pretty," and they leave. Oh, they because like Blossom's like, "Oh shit, I forgot Vinny's flower." So they go. They all go to the the back. Tony gets to, oh, yeah, goes to, to get his camera. They go to get a rose from the back garden. Right. That makes. That's why Nick's holding the flower in the at the end of the yeah, scene. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So Vinny gets there and he gives her a corsage, and she's like, "This is really nice." And then Vinny does that thing that we've both done in relationships where we can tell when the person's saying a thing that we know it's like a, we know they're angry yeah. about He's something. He's like, whenever now. you say the word nice, something's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. And she won't tell him. She's like, nothing's exactly. wrong. He's all like, oh, you're saying that a lot lately. She says nice a few more times. And he's like, what the fuck? You keep saying nice. Verbatim. So she's like, well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't go to prom. And then he's like, that's fine. You know, we can do anything you want. We don't need to go to prom. We can go wherever you want. She's like, well, maybe also we don't date each other anymore. Yeah. And then they have, then they fight about it uh, because Blossom's being kind of unreasonable, but also like. We saw this coming, kind of. We saw turmoil ahead. She she should have explained herself better. I I feel for for Vinny in this situation because like, it's like in The Wedding Singer when she leaves him at the altar and then shows up the next night. And she's like, well, I didn't even really want to get married in the first place. Yeah, and he's that like, would have been information that was good to know yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> Again, uh, I watched that movie. It would have been useful to me yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> check, check out my, uh, my Instagram, my review. Uh, I, I posit that that might be not only the best Adam Sandler movie, but besides uncut gems, the only good, Adam Sandler movie. It is fucking good. Uh, I would disagree about oh, it being also, the only good one. It t- you have to have uh, like a name in your Adam Sandler movie for it to be good. Uh, basically, Drew Barrymore. The, the thing that a lot of them are missing is like somebody like Drew Barrymore, who was like a name actress at the it's time. Fifty First Dates is also fucking awesome, which it's is pretty also good. The two of them. And also, I hear Blended is is a good. Not seen that one. Good one. But also. Also, Happy Gilmore still makes me laugh. Billy Madison, not so much. It's a little well. They're stupid. They're different though. They're like dumb movies for like twenty for like late teens, twenty somethings. Like that you go back. Well, what and watch kills me about Happy Gilmore is fucking Ben Stiller as the orderly or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole glass of shut the hell up killed me. Yeah, that's that's still great. funny. And it's just his seventies porn stash. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Where they're 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 in Breakup City. Uh, then. Oh, oh, and so Vinny leaves out the kitchen and then hands Nick some money. He's holding the flower. Oh, yeah, I don't need the loan anymore. And, and Nick is sincerely, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Vinny. Like, it's well, so you know we this shit's have, real. Yeah, I thought we were going to have an interaction that was like, oh, I, you, I guess you get what you want after all. But they kind of subverted it. He was like, here's your money back, which wasn't mentioned before. And then they have to do a little joke where Nick counts the money. Yeah, <laughs> there's the joke of the scene. Yeah. And uh, so then we cut to the the prom. Oh, no. Is this when Six comes in? No, this is the... We're in the school. It's yeah, just so we're Heather in the school. And... Joey and Heather are in the school. And uh, Joey proposes. He's Well, she's like, what's on your mind? And he's like, oh, I was just going to ask you to marry me. Whatever. Yeah. He's like, Joey, are you fucking stupid? 
Yeah. He's like, well, you're <laughs> pregnant. You're going to have a kid. Why not get married too? And she's just like, uh, well, I don't know about having the kid. So like, and then we get into the big A, the A word. Well, they don't even, they don't, they don't really say, say the A word, but yeah, but she's like, I got a decision like, to make. Well, Joey's like, don't I get a say in any of this? And she's like, of course you don't. This is yeah. between me and my parents and my parents know that it's my decision ultimately. Yep, and my also my ex-boyfriend. Ran. Yeah. Joey, like, he's a different kind of stupid in this scene where he can't even really read, he can't even really read social cues. Yeah. Like, he should know a little bit, just common sense should he know should. that he would have nothing to do with a child he didn't help create. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it seems, what do you bet Heather will be back in the future? Or this is the last time we saw her? This is probably the last time we see her. Yeah, I didn't probably. notice on IMDb, but I'm pretty sure it was she was one episode. That's a shame. But, uh, all right. Oh yeah, and then we had here we had Nicholas and the breakup. And then I guess then six is there with Blossom and freaking out, and uh, is all like, "If you're not going to prom, I'm not going to prom. Like you come, you come with me and Jimmy, or Jimmy goes by himself, and you and me hang out here." And Blossom's yeah. like, "No, go." And six is like, "Okay." So she started, I was like, I was going to write down like six is a really good friend this episode. And then she. Oh, yes. Sorry. I got it. Yeah, I did get ahead of myself here. So they didn't, they didn't break up in that last scene. The the stuff that we discussed about the loan and their reasons for breaking up. uh, Also, I want to mention that Blossom also says, I want us to be friends. And Vinny's like. He's not having that. No. But what? Like you got friends. I got friends. Like, fuck that. But Yeah. This, this is this is why I pointed out earlier that we never see uh, Jimmy Moon because Six comes in and leaves and Jimmy's not even outside, like outside the door or anything. No, I figured he was they waiting just... in the limo. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also want to point out uh, Blossom had like a pretty average, not average, but a pretty standard looking dress yeah. for, for, for prom. Uh, Six looked like she got hit she got shot with the makeup gun from the simpsons and put on a trash bag <laughs> but Her she got a very expensive like, dress on sale but it looked like it was made of plastic it was fucking really like unsettling looking i don't know i think blossom's dress looked pretty i don't know plastic that that looked like a prom dress though yeah but like six's prom dress looked like what six would wear to prom that's true I'm just trying to use words that weren't, uh, you know, slut shaming because once again, these are 16 year olds. But um, it did, we got it, a we got a credit sequence. Following it was this. on brand. Yeah, it was on brand. Yeah, and we got a credit sequence. So six goes to prom. Blossom said. Then we get a credit sequence, which is basically just Blossom cuddling with her dad. Yeah, it's it's we've seen this before too, and it's just them sitting together. And then she's like, "Dad, will these feelings ever go away?" And it's very, you know, and then he goes, well, you've been laying on my arm for the last hour and it's gone numb. So I hope so. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Big laugh to end the episode. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next week. They're going to get together. Oh yeah. Six is like, is this, is it, is it for good? And Blossom's like, I don't know. So we'll see. They got us hooked. They got their hooks in us. Yeah. A lot happened in this episode. There's a lot of very special going on. But it was also like one thing after another. I feel like we got through the episode faster than normal. This might be a short episode of Blossom Buddies. Might be. It was, um, yeah, a lot, a lot went on. They were, in retrospect, the, the Tony Rhonda story seemed kind of shoehorned. It's kind of like forced in there. Yeah, but I feel like 
if the show was called Tony, <laughs> then we'd get this relationship all the time. Got and they got to break them up for what's to come. So that's true. All right. So Follow let's see here. Media. We oh, talked wait, about we woes. There were no hats. Um, obviously, yeah, no, no hats. drugs. Let's let's talk uh, opinionations. Pretty good. A very good uh, like contrast to last week's episode, where it was like silly and funny the whole time. This one had the one funny scene, but like the rest of it was just like, "Hey, things are fucked up for everyone." All of a sudden, except six, things are fine for her. It, it went by really fast, and it ended like a two-parter would end. So I'm guessing it's gonna next week is gonna be like that time that uh six ran away with with Vinny. Or sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Blossom ran away with Vinny and it's gonna be a direct continuation. It's gonna be like the day after prom. Six yeah. is gonna have oh, gotten fucked someplace. Is, yeah, do you think six is gonna lose her virginity? We had the virginity talk this episode. Yeah, something about something along those lines. Um, yeah. and I'm kind of excited to see what happens as far as lessons go. This, this was heavy handed with the questions of, uh, keeping a baby questions of like, if your girlfriend gets pregnant from a previous relationship, do you have any say in the, the matter? There's so many uh, lessons that like, you couldn't just focus on one. Exactly. You like delve into any one of the issues, uh, specifically in detail relationship politics between Vinny and, and blossom and what their breakup would entail. Um, Remember that one episode where he got in the motorcycle accident and she was in the hospital and thinking of her life with him without him? Exactly. She's probably having those thoughts again, but we don't need to see it. Next week might be a full-on fantasy episode, too. She's Could in be. fantasy land because of the breakup. Could be. This was episode 21. We still have 20... We still have... Five episodes. Five episodes left before the end of the season. So there could easily be a fantasy sequence that just, like, fills some time in this storyline that we're now going to ride out in the next exactly. five episodes. Yeah. We got all probably all, Tony liked... and Rhonda breaking up soon. Absolutely. We have six potentially losing her virginity. Vinny and Blossom, we know they're going to get back together because we know Vinny stars in the rest of the, the seasons. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Vinny and Blossom will get back together. <sighs> I can't Before remember the what end happens. Of the season? Yeah. I can't remember what happens. It's just it's not really a spoiler to say that they end up being together for the rest of the series because he's just the show's he's 30 just, years old. It, it, <laughs> yeah. And and also he's like he's a main cast member throughout the whole series that if you yeah. know anything about Blossom to begin with then you know I that. wonder what I'm curious about is the the fate of Buzz cuz yeah it's been a good number of episodes since we've seen him. And the parts that he was in were just like small bit parts too. Yeah, for most of the season, it was like, oh yeah, Buzz is here to deliver his one line. Exactly. So maybe he, maybe one of these episodes that's coming up is they he dies and they have to write him off. Yeah. You're right though. This was a good contrast to last week where they hit us with a lot of like story, a lot of serialized storytelling. Yeah, I'm curious if that's if it's just going to be that serious for the next five episodes. It can't be. They got to throw like some. At least one throwaway episode in before exactly. the season. I think we're gonna get yeah. I think we're gonna get a fluff episode that we're gonna maybe hate. next week we come to terms. Maybe next week's the fantasy a fantasy episode. Then we have an episode where we come to terms with Blossom and Vinny being broken up, and then we get like two episodes of like Vinny not being there. They're just broken up, and then the season finale is maybe them getting back together. Yeah. So so we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll find, find out, out right here on BlossomBuddies.net. Um. You can find us on all social media. Uh, 
everywhere. Just look up Blossom Buddies, especially Google us now because we're number one, baby. Yeah, you don't have to add podcasts to the Google search. Just search for Blossom Buddies. We show up. It blew my mind, honestly. We're on, well, I wonder if it's because like I put us, because we were on Google Play Music, but Google Play Music is shutting down. So I put us on Google Podcasts. So I wonder if that edition has kind of bumped up our Google ranking. That could be. That's, that's yeah, listen to us on Google Google Podcast. If you're fed up with your current podcast app, try Google Podcasts. It's a pretty good app, except like it lacks features. You can't set like auto downloads, which is annoying. That's the biggest feature that's stopping me from switching to Google Podcasts. But if you that have means- lots of data and don't mind streaming all your podcasts, or you don't mind manually downloading all your episodes, then Google Podcasts. That being said, we are on pretty much every platform. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, my name's Jason. This is Craig. Twitter. Uh, thanks for coming. Spotify. Thanks for coming and spending an hour with us. Yeah. Um, times are tough, but yeah, uh, hopefully things are going to get better soon. We're we're grateful for all of you for for listening. Yeah. Our eight listeners. All eight of you.